Welcome back to the ICU Life and Recovery Podcast. My name is Mark and I am the host. And today's episode will be a shorter episode than normal. It's just to explain what's been going on, why there's not been any episodes recently, and just to be kind of transparent and tell you what's going on and why there's been so much struggle to get episodes out. So October, November of 2020, last year, I was having issues with painful abscesses in my armpits. And this was impairing me doing a lot of things. They were painful, they were discomforting, it was hard uh, at times to move my arms. So in the recording of the last episode uh, with Dr. Corner, um, I was already starting to have issues. And... um, was difficult recording uh, although it maybe didn't come off as such and the editing process took forever and as you'll have heard in that episode I had to ask someone else to help me edit it which is very much not something I want to do or particularly enjoy asking for for help and things like that Um, so the the abscesses became demoralizing and, and and extremely painful. I had excisions and drains on on the one that was in my left armpit, and then later on had one in my right armpit, where it was um, probably a nine out of ten on the pain scale. Uh, I then had to get it drained with gas and air the um, gas in here did very little to to numb the pain in any way or form um so while it was being drained i was in extreme pain um the wounds took ages to heal and then one night when i was cutting a steak um some something happened and the wound became uh, a nine out of ten pain again um so i went back to see the surgeons the um, decided they wanted to have a look at the wound, gave me gas and air again, probed around the wound, and um, it was an extremely painful and and um, yeah very hard situation to cope with. Um, that examination was extremely painful. Um, I felt like someone was when when the probe was being around my wound I felt like someone was sticking uh, a probe in, in my brain and then into the left side of my chest from the right side and it was just extremely uncomfortable and painful and it has impaired my ability to do things. Uh, thankfully now um, they're, they're more calm and I've been diagnosed with a condition called hydrogen titus superativa, which is a, a fun um, skin, con- well, it's not really a skin condition, it's a systemic inflammatory condition which presents with symptoms in the skin. Um, so I am currently trying to get treatment and get seen by by the proper doctors. My GP has started me on the sort of very basic um, treatments. So yeah, so that that's a big part of why the productivity has been down. Uh, coupled with um, isolation because of my you know, 
deficient has been hard it's been hard to stay motivated it's been hard to to do anything um it's not helped by like not really being able to go out because there have been like several outbreaks very near me and and as an immunodeficient person that terrifies me and makes me really anxious about going out so I'm kind of going out every three weeks or so although I've tried to change that I've tried to force myself to go out even if I have to wear two masks while I'm walking and be really uncomfortable the other big reason uh, why why podcasts haven't been happening and this is it's a moral thing and that um right now I don't feel comfortable um pressing guests um so people have said they want to be on and that's great but um if I say oh when you're free and then people don't get back to me then I'm not going to press the issue because right now in the middle of a pandemic I believe that to be an amoral action and that these people who are all ICU related professionals um are under extreme pressure extreme stress and I don't think that it's fair or right that I should be trying to steal time that may be used for their betterment of their health uh, and as such it's been a bit trickier for me um, to find people that I can be confident will be able to record with me and I'm not saying all oh, woe is me because uh, th- this is very much a privilege to to have the podcast and and to be able to do it but um it's it's becoming a bit harder but i'm hoping now that cases seem to be lessening and that um things seem to be brighter that we will be able to get to some sort of normal order very soon at least that's my hope so I'm recording this one basically to say that I am planning on coming back. I have plans. Um, I I was hoping to have a Delirium podcast out for World Delirium Awareness Day, but my plans for that situation didn't really happen. Um, But if anyone wants to help me out, um, I'm hoping to... I have a set of questions and I'm hoping that um, people will give me their answers from the various different professions from patients from all of the allied health professions and doctors and anyone else that wants to um have a list of questions in a google doc if you can record yourself answering them saying the question answering them then uh, i'm hoping to put them all together into a delirium podcast that will show the difference in experience of what delirium is how it looks and just try and use um sort of my experience my friend's experience and and anyone i can get to to be involved and show um how different delirium can be how icu delirium is very different from perioperative uh, delirium and things like that and septic delirium in the wards and just try and raise awareness and understanding and that delirium is is very much a big part of healthcare uh, and people that say they haven't 
saw delirium or don't see much delirium um, aren't really looking is the only real answer to that because 20% uh, of patients in hospital get delirium. I don't think there's strong numbers for community presentation of delirium but in ICU for example it's higher it's in the 80s and I know um, patients post hip operation tend to have quite a high rate of delirium as well. And delirium along with ICU advocacy is, is my biggest drive. Uh, it is one of the primary reasons why I'm hoping to uh, start a career in psychology. I believe that it is something that I have something to contribute to and I believe it's something that is extremely important that we get right, that we get uh, tools for detection right, that we get awareness right, that we get education right, that we get treatment if we eventually get to, to figuring out effective treatments beyond the non-pharmacological. And just, I think, it gives me hope seeing year to year the difference that World Delirium Awareness Day has. Um, and it's just, even from two years ago, I see a massive change in the culture around delirium and that delirium is now used as a word, pleasantly confused and, and altered mental status or, or less generalized terms that are used to cover delirium. We now use or see used delirium as an actual diagnosis, which um, it's a lot easier to combat an issue if people actually understand that it is an issue. Um, yeah, so this episode was basically me saying that I'm going to try and be back. I'm going to try and I'm hoping to put episodes out monthly, but uh, I hope you understand that being in the ICU world, it's difficult to get people who have time and energy to give to me just now. So the next few may be me talking solely on a topic. Um, if there's a topic that you think uh, you would like to hear me talk about or you think uh, that I have something to add or that you think would be an interesting topic, um, you can contact me at um, icu.life.and.recovery at gmail.com uh, you can contact me through my Twitter handle, which is at ICU underscore life. Um, you can voice reply to these episodes on the Anchor platform. Um, yeah, so I am back in some fashion. Um, my hydrogen titus superativa seems to be, at least for the moment, under some sort of control, um, which has given me a bit of energy, a bit of um, positivity and a bit of an ability now to sit and record and edit because um, although this one won't be heavily edited, when I have a guest, I, I feel it's my duty to, to edit it the best I can so that they look the best they can because they've uh, given me their time, their expertise and their knowledge and I think the very, very least I can do is to to um, 
show their brilliance in the way that it should be. And um, yeah, so I am back. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be back for good this time. Um, I'm extremely sorry that I had to take the break, but it was beyond my control. My health, unfortunately, is not the best thing in the world. And um, yeah, so it's it's very, very hard at the moment, particularly getting access to things. So um, yes, I have some ideas for, for future talking points for myself, just by myself. Um, I have lots of people that I want to get on and if I can get any of them when they have free time and free energy then obviously I will grab the opportunity as quick as I can. Um, I want to thank all of you for still listening to the podcast because I see the numbers have been like consistently going up um, while I'm looking at it while I've not been making podcasts and I, I really appreciate everybody listing um i don't i don't think you understand how much it means to me um because the fact that you're listening means that you think what i have to say matters and that's really important to me um yeah i don't i don't want to cry um i just want to say thank you to you all and i hope you have a great day and i hope you enjoyed this episode and you're excited for the episodes to come so um Thank you and I hope you have a great day.